Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, when you're as weak as the Biden administration, here's what happens. You got to scramble to rewrite the China portion of the State of the Union because of the spy balloon that you allowed to fly over the entire United States of America. And then, and then and only then, after the mission was successful, did you decide to shoot it down over the Atlantic. That's the reality of the situation. If this was a test run, it was a Hall of Fame test run. If this mission was based on just success and failure of getting intel, it was a Hall of Fame run at getting intel because you allowed it to stay up the entire time. Now, the Democrats right now are trying to push two different narratives so you understand these narratives and what they're trying to accomplish. First, they're trying to say, well, China has satellites, so calm down, implying that anything they wanted to get from this balloon, they could get from satellites anyway. That is a lie. I'm going to explain that aspect of it in just a little bit. The second lie is they want you to believe that they knew where this balloon was the entire time and that they were taking countermeasures to basically block it. That is also a lie, and I'll explain why in a moment. But let's just talk about optics from this. Let's talk about what weakness we just showed. China sends a balloon, and we find this thing or hear about it, not from our government, but from people outside of their homes. Let me say that again. We learned about this balloon not from our government, not from the DOD, not from the Pentagon, not from anyone else. Where do we get this information from? We got this information from people outside with cameras who spotted a damn balloon should that concern all of us the answer is yes the government didn't tell us the truth we had to bring it up to them and then they acted like it really wasn't that big of a deal they acted like this was Everything was normal. It was okay. It was something that was just totally not a big issue. So let's fast forward. Did China get what they wanted? Senator Tom Cotton, a man that served his country. This is what he had to say after the U.S. fighter jet shot down the suspected Chinese spy balloon after it already accomplished its mission. What began as a spy balloon has become a trial balloon, testing President Biden's strength and resolve. And unfortunately, the president failed that test, uh, and that's dangerous for the American people. 
Uh, the president was paralyzed for an entire week by a balloon. Um, we should have shot this balloon down over the Aleutian Islands. We should never have allowed it to transit the entire continental United States. And I think there's a lot of open questions that the administration needs to answer to Congress on behalf of the American people about why they didn't. I think part of it is the president's reluctance to take any action that would be viewed as provocative or confrontational towards the Chinese communists. I would say what's provocative and confrontational is sending a spy balloon all across America. But second, I do believe the administration wanted to salvage the Secretary of State's trip on Friday night, and they got through Thursday afternoon. Thankfully, civilians in Montana and the Billings Gazette identified this balloon and blew the whistle on it, and finally the administration fessed up to the American people. It took another 12 hours for the Secretary of State canceled what was already an ill-advised trip. So I think there's a lot of answers for the administration to provide the American people. I love the response from Senator Cotton here. It's very measured. He's not trying to score political points. He's just telling you the truth about this. Mike Pompeo, he is a man that knows a lot about this, right, in his former job. Mike Pompeo said China, in his words, now understands that they can penetrate American airspace and this president will do nothing. Uh, look, no, no, no weather balloon. More properly, likely a spy balloon that was truly a trial balloon to figure out how the United States would respond. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that they shot it down. It was probably a handful of days too late. Uh, they probably got all the collection they needed for those first few days. And now uh, they understand that they can penetrate U.S. airspace, hang out with a balloon the size of a couple buses for a few days, and the Biden administration won't do a darn thing about it. Uh, it's part of a bigger challenge. You, you described part of it there, Trey, with Taiwan. It's the TikTok espionage conducted inside of our country every day. Uh, you'll remember during our administration, Trey, I, I directed and the president ordered the closure of the Chinese consulate in Houston, Texas, the largest espionage operation ever inside the United States. So Chinese spying on America, no surprise. Weakness of America just is going to invite more aggression, Trey. All right, for those of us who were never the director of the CIA, I, I think these are our questions. All right, so when would the U.S. have noticed this spy balloon? How would it have been detected, you know, given the fact that you're on television and what you can say about it? And why wait to shoot it down? I mean, you, you said a few days too late. Well, what's the explanation for waiting to do it? Boy, they've, they've offered this idea of safety. They didn't want debris to fall. But, of course, Trey, if, if I understand the trajectory correctly, came in over Alaska where there would have been almost no risk of debris falling. So I, I can't figure out why they waited so long. Maybe it's the case they didn't notice it coming across. But it seems to me that we almost certainly would have identified this nearly immediately. The size of this balloon, this isn't something small coming across. It's not even a fast mover making its way across. This is going slow and it is big. And I would have guessed that as soon as it penetrated what's called the air defense identification zone, it was only at 60,000 feet, so not far above where commercial airlines travel, we would have picked it up. And I, I can't articulate a reason. Maybe the Biden administration will explain. I can't articulate why they would not have immediately taken down this threat where the Chinese were trying to gain information likely about our important defense assets here at home. Former CIA director telling the American people exactly what I said at the beginning. Don't be stupid. Don't believe these lines that it wasn't a threat. Don't be stupid and think for a moment 
that this wasn't a test balloon to see what America would do in response. And what did America do? We said, do whatever the hell you want. Gather whatever intel you want. Whatever intel you need. Why didn't they shoot it down when it was actually collecting data, when it was doing the damage? Because they didn't want to cancel their trip to go meet with the Chinese Communist Party. They wanted Anthony Blinken to head on over there, and they wanted a kumbaya moment. Because remember, this administration, looking ahead to the presidential election, they just want everything to seem like it's totally fine and perfect. That's what they want. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I wonder how much the Chinese truly have compromised. The Biden team. Let me explain what I mean by that. How is it that we'll go in and take on the great Russia, right? And send tanks and, and, and ammunition and everything that they asked for with Zelensky. We'll, we'll literally help move us towards a World War III, but we won't shoot down a damn balloon until it's already done its job in the United States of America airspace from communist China. How is it that China thinks they can get away with this? I believe it's because they have dirt and they're compromised, referring to the president. Why do I believe this? Not because I'm some paranoid individual, but because of what we know about the laptop from hell. And you can't say it's not a real laptop because they admitted last week that it is Hunter Biden's laptop. Hunter Biden admitted it. They got billions of dollars in loans from China. That's a fact. Hunter Biden made a million dollars just off of trying to get one guy out of being charged and be put in American prison, who was a top-level communist Chinese individual. That's a fact. We just sent oil from our strategic oil reserves directly to CEFE, Chinese Communist Company. Okay, CEFE. When we desperately need that oil in America, why would you do that? Why would you send it directly to a company that owns you? Because your son is a shady, corrupt businessman. And you guys have been getting paid. Number four. China, this administration, tried to give them our resources in our country with liquid natural gas coming out of a port in Louisiana. Tried to put together a multi- million if not billion dollar deal we know all this from the emails we know that the top level of the chinese government had infiltrated hunter biden they owned him so what do they have on this biden crime family where we're so strong with again Zelensky against russia 
We're on the verge of a World War III with them. They're talking about nuclear war in Russia. And we're not flinching, sending tanks, sending ammo, sending intel, sending drones. We're sending everything, folks. How is it that we're so strong in that scenario, but we are so weak when it comes to standing up to China? I believe it's because they they have us. They own us. They have damning information on this Biden family. That's my opinion. It doesn't make sense to me otherwise. In fact, that's the only thing at this point that actually makes sense to me. This administration clearly cannot stand up to China in any capacity. Marco Rubio, talking about this yesterday, had this to say on the fact that we've got China doing this to us and this administration will do nothing to stop it. Well, we won't know that until we get into a secure setting this week in Washington. And uh, probably most of that is something we won't be able to disclose in any great detail other than to say this. And that is that, you know, they're going to try to recover this. Apparently it's in shallow waters. We'll see what they recover from it. But I don't think the technology or the existence of these things is a great mystery. I think what's embedded here is a clear message. It's not a coincidence that this happens leading up to the State of the Union address, leading up to Blinken's visit to China. The Chinese knew that this was going to be spotted. They knew that we were going to have to react to it. They flew it over military installations and sensitive sites across, right across the middle. I mean, look at the flight path of this thing. It's a diagonal shot right through the middle of the continental United States. And the message embedded in this to the world is... We can fly a balloon over airspace of the United States of America, and they won't be able to do anything about it to stop us. They calculated this carefully with a message embedded in it, and I think that's the part we can't forget here. It's not just the balloon. It's the message they're trying to send the world that we can do whatever we want, and America can't stop us. We can do whatever we want, and America can't stop us. Exactly what I was just saying to you. And that's exactly what Marco Rubio is saying. And if you think this satellite isn't important... Then let's go to the newest headline this morning. Navy divers, New York Times, work to recover debris from the Chinese spy balloon. Navy divers are working to locate portions of the debris from the Chinese spy balloon that a U.S. fighter jet shut down six miles off the coast of South Carolina, defense officials said Sunday. The recovery effort, which is expected to take days, began long after, not long after, excuse me, Debris from the balloon hit the water. Defense officials said he added that a Navy ship arrived on the scene soon after the balloon was shut down and that other Navy and Coast Guard ships, which had been put on alert, were also sent to the scene. The shooting down of the balloon capped a remarkable week of high-stakes international drama. I love the, I love the New York Times, right? Is it really high-stakes international drama? Uh, the only thing that made it high-stakes is the fact that we let them have everything they wanted and fly the, a successful mission over the United States of America when they knew that they could take down and they should have taken down this balloon at any moment, but they didn't do it. Why did they not do it? Because, ah, screw it, who cares, right? Let them do what they want to do. We can't really stand up to them. And if you want to know who's the most angry, by the way, about this balloon being shut down, it's not our administration, it's not Biden's team, it's actually the Chinese who are now warning us of war. How dare you? That's the response from China. An indignant China lashing out, by the way, again, at the U.S. for shooting down their balloon. China used diplomatic channels to accuse the U.S. of indiscriminate use of force when the American military shot down the Chinese spine balloon. They say, oh, it was a weather balloon. Saying the act had seriously, quote, impacted and damaged both sides' efforts and progress in stabilizing 
the Sino-U.S. relations. It was the second time in just over 48 hours that Beijing proclaimed its innocence and denied any foul play was involved in the balloon flying over the U.S., entering U.S. airspace before being shot down. China repeated the assertion it was a harmless non-military weather research airship. Vice Foreign Minister Feng said he lodged a formal complaint with the U.S. Embassy hours earlier to set out Beijing's distress over the U.S. attack, quote-unquote attack, on a Chinese civilian unmanned airship by military force. However, the United States turned a deaf ear and insisted on the indiscriminate use of force against a civilian airship that was about to leave the United States airspace, obviously overreacting and seriously violating the spirit of international law and international practice, the official statement from the Chinese said. China would, quote, safeguard and legitimate rights and interests of Chinese companies. They said they're resolute in that. They are resolute in safeguards that China's interest and dignity and reserve the right, quote, reserve the right to make further necessary response. In other words, we might do this again, or we might shoot at something of yours, or we might harm American interests. China had already said, by the way, earlier in the same verbiage, we reserve the right to take further actions. So you fly a spy balloon over America. We don't shoot it down until after it's a successful mission. And now China says we reserve the right to take further actions and criticize the U.S. for an obvious, quote, overreaction and a serious violation of international practice. And they're the ones that are spying on us. And this is, the, I, I got I to gotta say, I'm a little jealous of, of, a, of a government that at least defends themselves the way that the China, Chinese do. They're like all in here, folks. They're not playing. They're all in. And we're the ones that have been wronged, and they're the ones attacking us. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The other thing that's shocking about this story is how the media really reports on China. CNN, of course, goes into big coverage, right? China reacts to the U.S. shooting down spy balloon. At least they call it a spy balloon. I'll give them credit for that. But they're acting like China's the good guy here. And they're sitting there with Jim Acosta. You may remember that guy from when he was, like, obsessed with Donald Trump and putting out lies about Donald Trump for, you know, four years about Russia collusion. He's the guy that pushed all that at CNN. He was, like, the lead White House reporter that got it all wrong, never apologized to the American people, Never said he was, you know, bamboozled you. Never apologized to Trump for pushing Russian collusion. He's now anchoring over at CNN, and this is what they had to say about this from Hong Kong. 
Uh, Jim, it is just after 8 o'clock here in Hong Kong, and we are receiving a reaction from Beijing in a very strongly worded statement. Uh, among some of the key lines, let me just read them to you. First, China expresses its strong dissatisfaction and protest against the U.S.'s use of force to attack civilian unmanned aircraft. It goes on to say, under such circumstances, the U.S. insists on using force, obviously overreacting and seriously violating international practice. It goes on to say China, China will resolutely safeguard the legitimate rights and interests of relevant companies while reserving the right to make further necessary reaction. And the question you have to ask yourself is why the hell are we even screwing around with these people? Why are we acting like China has all the leverage and acting like we have no leverage at all? How I wish we would act as cavalier as we have against Russia and Ukraine when we would with China. But China seems to own us. And I'm not talking about us as a country. I'm talking about us as a the White House. Right. I mean, that, that's what they really seem to own here. China has already said it, quote, it reserves the right to take further action and criticize the U.S. for an obvious overreaction, serious violation of international international practice. In fact, the foreign ministry spokesman. Mao Ning provided no fresh details, repeating China's insistence the object was a civilian balloon intended for meteorological research, had little ability to steer, and entered over the U.S. by accidentally divulging from its course, and then just happened to stay on course over the most important parts of America from an intel perspective like Montana, where our silos are for our, you know, missiles that can reach any part of the world. Yeah, just happened to fly the perfect course for nuclear intel. I got to give them credit. They're sticking to their story. They are sticking to it. Senator Steve Daines, Republican Montana, criticized Biden's handling of the Chinese spy balloon that recently flew over the country, telling Breitbart News a circus clown knows how to better handle a balloon than the White House. I can't disagree with that statement either. A circus balloon knows how to, a circus clown knows how to handle a balloon better than this president. Danes considered the Chinese spy balloon and Biden's response to it a complete embarrassment, quote, to the United States of America. The senator warned that if Biden continues to demonstrate weakness on the world stage, he will only embolden our adversaries. And you got to understand when all this happened. The world realized they could do whatever the hell they wanted to do. As soon as they watched us pull out of Afghanistan, the way that we pulled out of Afghanistan, leaving people behind, leaving our assets behind, leaving our military vehicles behind. When we started taking orders from the Taliban, that's when they knew they had us. That's when China knew they had us. When we started taking orders from the Taliban and we started allowing for them to tell us when we have to leave, when we were the ones in charge, and when we didn't go get our men and women in uniform, that our men and women that helped our men and women in uniform are our assets there. The way and we and, and and we ran away scared at the end, just so he could get a don't never forget, it was so he could get a headline. I'm the one that got us out of the longest war in American history in Afghanistan. I'm the one that pulled us out. That was all for a headline. Turned out to be a disaster. But when they looked at American soldiers who were not given the power or the authority from 
the White House to go 60 feet to get people that desperately need to get on those planes to get out of that country, much less 60 yards. This is what happens. And when they watch the Taliban order us around in those final days, and the, and the Taliban was dictating to us in those final days, they said, holy crap, guys, it's time to do whatever we wanted to do over the last X number of decades. That's what they said. That was the moment for them. That was the checkmate for them. Right? I mean, that was, that was the ball game, folks. That was when they said, yep, we got this. Back to New York Times, quote, the shooting down of the balloon capped a remarkable week of high-stakes international drama played out over the skies, the continental United States of America. While China has insisted that the balloon was not for surveillance, but rather for weather, and it just happened to drift off course right, right over the targets they would need intel on, the Biden administration, quote, this is the New York Times spinning his head, stood firm that the balloon's purpose was a somewhat hapless effort by China to spy on U.S. military installations. You really think that the Chinese halfway did it? Come on. President Biden said that he had told Pentagon officials to shoot down the balloon. I'm not sure I believe that. And that they said to me, let's wait until the safest place to do it. I don't believe that either. The Pentagon officials said they took steps without offering specifics to make sure the balloon did not yield much fruit. Much fruit. So we're admitting it did damage. As it hovered near the Air Force Base in Montana and other installations. They also said China could glean the same amount of intelligence from a spy satellite. All right, well, if that's true, then why did they send the damn balloon? That's the line they keep going back to. And I said this at the very beginning of the show. If this was a repetitive gathering of intel, that the same type of intel they could get from satellites, why would they waste their time doing this? I don't believe them. I don't believe that China wastes their time on a spy balloon the way that they're describing it. I just don't. I think you're full of crap. I don't believe anyone when they say this. Now, some of you may disagree. Then prove it to me. There was clearly a reason for this. There was clearly an obvious reason for this. What was, that, what was their reasoning? It obviously was they wanted something different or more. Now, there's also something else here that I, I, I do think we need to bring up. They could have just been testing to see how, how we would respond. I don't know. Okay, I'm not sure. I really am not sure which one it is there. But there was something important that they wanted to gather. And to say it's the same, it's redundant information they're getting from spy satellites, if you believe that, you're an idiot. You can hear how CNN played this. You can see from the writing on the Washington New York Times how they're responding to this. Mayor Pete, by the way, in one of the most disgusting comments of the week, they started out explaining where all this spy balloon was seen, the, the spy, the, 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 where, where the the balloon was seen and what it went over. It went over an important air base here, then another, you know, Whiteman Air Force Base and Scott Air Force Base and Fort Bragg and Camp Lejeune. I mean, this thing made a perfect north to south, east to west movement to just hit all of these airport bases and then go out into the sea, right? Brilliant move. And what does Mayor Pete say? He says, quote, well, at least no one got hurt. And that's the good news because we downed it outside of America on the coast where no one would get hurt from a balloon. United States infrastructure 
There's Malmstrom Air Force Base and nuclear ballistic missile fields in Montana, if you look at the map there. Uh, Whiteman Air Force Base in Missouri. Scott Air Force Base in Illinois. Fort Bragg and Camp Lejeune in North Carolina. Is the assumption that the balloon was able to gather sensitive information and, and transmit it back to the Chinese government? Well, uh, the U.S. has stated that steps were taken to prevent uh, any problems in terms of intelligence collection. Remember, uh, we are talking about a country that has a space program. So uh, I don't know all the ins and outs of uh, what this balloon was doing or what its capabilities were. I do know that when the president... Hold on, hold on. Did you notice that? I don't know. This is the Transportation Secretary. This guy is in charge of the friendly skies. I don't know what its capabilities were. I don't know what it was gathering. That's different than what the White House has been saying. Hell, that's different from what the media is saying. I don't know what it was doing. I don't know its capabilities. I'm going to back that up. Okay, listen carefully. I don't know what the, how, how capable this thing is, but don't worry, it's fine. About a country that has a space program. So uh, I don't know all the ins and outs of uh, what this balloon was doing or what its capabilities were. I do know that when the president gave the order to have this handled, the military gauged the different risks and the different uh, benefits of, of different approaches, made the decisions that they did, brought this thing down without incident. Right, but the presumption has got to be that the Chinese were able to gather intelligence hovering over the United States for day after day, especially over some of these sensitive sites. I'm sure there's a similar presumption about what spy satellites do. Uh, that is well outside of my lane. I'm just glad that nobody was hurt as this thing came down. When did the Biden administration first learn about this balloon, this spy balloon entering uh, U.S. airspace? Uh, it, we're told it first did so, it first entered U.S. airspace over Alaska two Saturdays ago. Is that when the Biden administration learned about it? I really can't speak to that. What I can speak to is the great cooperation we have between the FAA and the Pentagon to make sure that when you have a special military operation like what it took to bring down this balloon, that it happens without any threat to American lives or property. So everybody's safe. Who cares what intel they got because everybody's safe. That is now the logic of this administration. I mean this when I say this, God help us. When you elect idiots to office with no qualifications, like Mayor Pete, to be the transportation secretary with all the disasters that he's had over the airlines, the disasters over shipping, the disasters over our ports, right? All of the backlog issues that we've had, supply chain issues we've had. When a guy, when you give guys jobs to fill quotas, just like Mayor Pete was a quota that they were fill, filling, right? This is what you get. And it's very clear that this president is either completely compromised by China or completely incompetent. You pick. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.